welcome back to your Mindful Month podcast. I'm Astra, Mindful Yoga Coach and founder of Therapy Yoga, sharing my tips and practices for a mindful month. So I would love to hear from you on any of my content, so feel free to leave a message on this podcast or you can reach me via my website therapyyoga.co.uk, on Facebook at Therapy Yoga for Wellbeing or Instagram at Therapy Yoga. Let's dive in. So hi again in December, where we're heading for that festive countdown. So no more bells, I promise. It was just a little request from John. So shout out to John. I hope you enjoyed your jingle bells. (laughs) Anyhow, for those of you who know me personally, you'll know that I love, love, love food and unapologetically so, bit of a foodie. Um, But it's really for me, December's a time where it's the celebration of food that I love and um, sort of time which brings people together um, and that you're starting to feel really grateful for the abundance of food and, um, you know, that you're privileged to have in your life. But it is also a time where you become a little bit more or equally aware, uh, for some of us, of the lack of access to food and resources within our local communities and maybe the world at large. So it becomes a time for sharing and giving and supporting. And that's kind of the spirit of Christmas. And this really chimes with the Ayurvedic perspective on life um, for individuals and and, and for social well-being. And Ayurveda offers uh, some great insights to nutrition and the benefits of uh, certain foods. And Ayurveda is a sister discipline to yoga with an underlying philosophy uh, which uh, seeks to cultivate a balance and ease from a personal perspective, but also within the context of our collective experience. So that what that means, what that translates into is no self-chastising about eating that extra mince pie, um, but rather um, the Ayurvedic approach to food and more generally is uh, a, a perspective of just expanding our wisdom and knowledge of how best to use the earth's resources that are available to us. So that being said, in this episode, I will be briefly setting out um, some Ayurvedic basics uh, and sharing some tips for enjoying um, a festive feast, Ayurvedic or otherwise. And as always, I will be dishing up or serving up some respirations for you to dive deeper into the topic. Very quickly, just to mention also that Ayurvedic nutrition will be a feature workshop at my upcoming Relax and Be retreat. Uh, For those of you who haven't heard about it, it's taking place on the weekend of the 13th to the 15th of March 2020 here in the UK in Colchester uh, in a very quaint country hotel and spa. So if you want to find out more about this and you are interested in a wellness boost for 2020, please get in touch with me. I still have some spaces available. Um, You can message me on this podcast. um, And um, if you want some more detailed information, you can go on my website at therapyyoga.co.uk. So let's dive into all things Ayurveda.
Hi and welcome to my segment on Ayurveda basics. So just starting at the beginning from the definition of Ayurveda, it translates directly to life science or life wisdom. So Ayurs in the Indian Sanskrit is uh, translates to life and Veda to knowledge. And for my understanding of uh, through studying Ayurveda, this is not sort of said to be a kind of set belief system. Um, It's more about uh, living knowledge. So the the wisdom of Ayurveda reveals itself to you as you integrate uh, some of the the practices or or knowledge in, in your everyday life. So it is something that is transformed as a wisdom as you use it and it's modernised. So, yeah, so that's my understanding of Ayurveda, that it's not kind of meant to be this passed down set of beliefs that, you know, are dogmatic and you have to do this, and you have to do that. It's more about experiencing it and experimenting and having an attitude of Ayurveda in in your approach to life. So that's my understanding of it. But the starting point in terms of its philosophical base um, is this idea that there are three essential qualities or forces in all things, including the universe, the earth, the air we breathe, etc. So the first one is energy and um, that is rajas uh, in in the sanskrit the second is in inertia and that is tamas and the third is harmony or balance and that's sattva and so rajas has this uh, heating quality sort of maybe what you'd imagine sun quality to be um you know very hot and forceful and tamas is uh, the opposite, so it's quite sluggish and cool. And then sattva offers that calming or neutralizing force. So that's kind of like a, a three-pronged um, energy force, um, if you like. And so those qualities are said to be in all things, but also including in us so we as our human makeup um is also got these uh, three qualities so there's this idea that for optimal health uh in the body and in the world actually um that all these things need to be balanced so that's kind of the premise that ayurveda uh, stems from and um when we're thinking about diet and we're thinking about lifestyle, uh, Ayurveda categorizes people into um, three, well, it doesn't categorize people, let's put that another way. When looking at uh, physical, mental and emotional makeup, there are three categories that Ayurveda talks about, that, that we have three doshas. So there's kapha, pitta and vata. And these very much align with the the idea of those three uh, essential qualities um, in the universe. And so you have the idea that, you know, you've got a, a pitta personality or pitta type. Um, it's So it's not just based on personality. It's based on a range of categories like height, uh, your frame, your skin, um, your likes, your dislikes, your uh, job even. So um, it's, it's quite complex. Um, um, 
of categories, but there are these three categories that you need to think about when deciding on uh, the types of food that enables uh, your optimal balance or optimal health. Um, But to be honest, I mean, I've read lots of different references and um, seen lots of ways of doing it. But if you're kind of really serious about uh, looking into Ayurvedic uh, diet or Ayurvedic way of life, then you're, you're better off uh, consulting an Ayurvedic practitioner who will do like a full assessment based on a load of categories um, and then kind of look at your diet in, in that respect. So that would be recommended to go about it in that way. But there are kind of more light approaches and so I'm just going to go through uh, a few things about the uh, Ayurvedic categories of food which might be quite useful to know. So the food aspect of it um, again we go back to those three essential qualities and so food is split up into um, the six tastes so there's uh, whether food is sweet, salty, sour, pungent, bitter or astringent and um, there's also a, a cross category of the energetic qualities of food. So this refers to the elements, um, so earthy foods uh, like meat and wheat, water-based foods like fruits, fiery foods uh, like spices and peppers. Um, we're looking at looking at the air element. You're looking at gassier foods, sprouts and broccoli. And then the ether element is is light and dry. So it might be things like cereals. And then the other element, which is is quite curious, is uh, around um, the kind of social and emotional factors of 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 eating. And I think this is where sometimes the mindful eating uh, concepts, I believe, kind of originate from this Ayurvedic uh, approach. And um, the there is a kind of, what would you say, um, principles around eating. So one of the things that Ayurveda always talks about is that after you eat, you should have one third food one third water and one third empty in your stomach. So your stomach should be one third food, one third water and one third empty. So I'll just ponder that. (laughs) No, I just don't think, (laughs) I don't think that is the case after I've eaten. But but nevertheless, um, uh, yeah, so one of the other things it talks about is like quantity as well, quantity and the appropriate quantity for your makeup of food and, and the types of food. You should have less or more of certain foods. And um, there is a this saying, um, you probably heard it before, and it, sometimes I think it gets swapped around, but definitely with Ayurveda, it's more about eating like a prince at breakfast eating like a king at lunch and eating like a pauper at dinner. So I'll ponder that as well. (laughs) No, no, none of those things uh, apply to me. In fact, I'm probably quite high up on the regal ladder when it comes to all of my meals. But anyway, um, but yeah, the idea is um, that with lunch, um, and this is sort of going back to ancient times, that you should be eating the most when the the sun is at its highest point. 
So, yeah, so it is a, a, a ponder point. Um, and then there's this other sort of aspect of it is that you kind of absorb food um, when you uh, kind of rest and, and not do too much um, after. So a lot of these ideas, I think, are coming, uh, sort of meeting a lot of these Eastern ideas about food and mindfulness are kind of meeting the Western approach to diet. So you, you might kind of read things like this, that, you know, you should settle and rest after food um and there was this uh, quote that I, I picked up from the Chopra Centre and um, I'll just read it actually. It says, after food, take a few minutes after your meal to consciously transform food into your being. So that's quite deep. So I must remember that, <laughs> that when I'm um, wolfing down my Christmas dinner. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, so sort of moving on to that, most of us are going coming into the kind of festive uh, festivities, we're kind of leaning towards, um, you know, earthy type foods and, and excess, basically, uh, sort of with the quality of heavy sweetness, gassy, hard to digest. So I thought this episode would be great, <coughs> excuse me would be great to uh, share some tips to kind of alleviate that kind of digestive uh, pounding really over the festive period. And um, one of the things that um, Ayurveda really focuses on is what they call digestive fire or digestive agni and agni's translation of fire. And so the digestion or the uh, the power of our digestion is said to transform food into nutrition. So that is kind of like a real key thing to, to keep a nice balanced digestion. So they suggest not having or they who the, who the royal they are, but it's, it's uh, Ayurveda as a text suggests not having things too cold or too hot and definitely not together. Um, so some things like warm water in the morning, again, you know, these are things that you probably pick up in other, uh, you know, th- th- uh, diet books or, or nutritional books. Um, a lot of these things are mentioned. Um, and and also maybe just introducing some spices which um, uh, are said to be um good for the digestion so a few of them that Ayurveda talks about quite a lot is um, cinnamon so cinnamon is said to promote digestion there's also garlic um, which is said to relieve gas and I I do remember my dad used to drink garlic tea after he ate and it was hideous it stunk and it was just you know it wasn't it wasn't cool but he uh, swore by it and so i think it might have something to do with digestion uh ginger is a big thing in ayurveda and that is said to neutralize toxins uh so yeah so ginger and then there's turmeric and that's become quite fashionable now uh turmeric and it's everywhere and again you know these are kind of east meet west type um things the fusion now is happening um and that kind of knowledge that an ancient wisdom is is resurfacing so it's good to see um that these things are being mainstreamed so yeah so a few um ideas for xmas uh let's think so when 
um, if you're if you eat turkey, you can when you're kind of making your turkey soups, you might um, there on them being a little bit more um, uh, sort of clear, like a clear soup and adding some warm spices to it. Um, or even your uh, leftover vegetables you can make a warm salad um, and add some leafy greens or even some feta cheese um, you know in in moderation and apparently and you're going to hear this first apparently mulled wine is very good for the digestion so you might not have heard this first you might be sitting there with a glass of mulled wine thinking I knew that (laughs) So yeah, mulled wine in in moderation is good for the digestion. Um, I really like turmeric uh, tea or turmeric light latte. So I make that with almond milk and coconut uh, or coconut milk. And I just literally add like a quarter teaspoon of turmeric and a little bit of um, cinnamon as well. And you might want to sweeten that with some honey or maple syrup or just have it as it is. And you just kind of just heat up your milk or alternative milk and then add those spices to it. And um, it's really delicious, actually. And and I find it's um, really quite nice for the digestion. And then desserts um, like uh, fruit. So you can have like baked peaches and pears and, and put, you know, cardamom on, on it or cinnamon, or, you know, the, the, the stuff that you like. But if you're kind of following an Ayurvedic diet program, then you will be using the spices um, that is said to kind of neutralize your other dosha or not neutralize it or balance it. So, um, but if you're just thinking about really introducing uh, spices generally, then it's quite nice to add them to fruit. And then, you know, using ginger in cakes, uh, probably gluten-free options or alternatives. Um, and crystallized ginger is, is is a thing of of, of Ayurveda as well. And um, I read a recipe very recently that said that it'd be really nice to stuff um, dates with crystallized ginger and almonds. Um, and that's that's from uh, a website that I'm going to talk to you about in in a, in a moment. So I hope that was food for thought. Yes, I said it. Terrible. <laughs> it was just really to give you a flavour. <laughs> there I go again, of of Ayurveda. Um, so to summarise, uh, Ayurveda is really about broadening our understanding but also our experience of the balance of things uh, made available to us by the Earth's resources um, and the ecosystem, really, um, for our own health, but also for the health of communities and, and, and the world at large. So that's kind of the ethos of, of Ayurveda. And specifically with respect to diet and nutrition, It's really knowing how to feel well uh, with regards to quality and the characteristics of food um, and the quantity of food in accordance to your own individual needs. And I I kind of underline feeling good because um, we're we're not really wanting to come into these things um, because we have to. We want to kind of have a spirit of positivity. So it's not... um, 
it doesn't become another tick box, which so many things are now. Um, but it's really about being interested in aligning, aligning ourselves to our, our true nature. Okay, so I hope you've got something out of uh, this episode. And um, yeah, and if you're wanting to, I mean, just get in touch if you're wanting to continue the conversation about Ayurveda. Um, and if you're wanting to read a little bit more about it, I, I got a really nice basic guide from a, a book called Yoga for You by Tara Fraser. And it's a book that I use for a lot of things. In, and it provides, it says a step by step guide to yoga at home, but there's so much more to it. And it's written in a really um, concise way and accessible way. So I would recommend uh, Yoga for You. And then the other recommendation I'm going to make is an online resource um, and it's called joyfulbelly.com and they have some great Ayurvedic recipes um, and what they do also is they uh, have a little write-up on the benefits of certain spices and categories of food. Uh, so yeah, I, it's, a, it's a really uh, and I, I I got the the date idea from from Joyful Joyful Belly. So that's a website definitely worth checking out. So we've come to the end of another episode. So thank you for joining me this month. And uh, if you if you do like what you hear, please subscribe um, because and, and even review. Apparently, you can review my podcast um, and that that increases numbers uh, because the whole idea of the podcast is to reach as many people with my uh, mindfulness tips and yoga tips um, just for everyday life. Uh, so, yeah, do share and subscribe. So, uh, wishing you a wonderful festive few weeks and look forward to connecting with you in the new year. So, with uh, prayer hands at my heart, love and light.